We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner Impossible. Coming up, the latest episode of the KCSN Draft Show. Thanks to everybody that is watching, that is listening. The Kansas City Chiefs have traded up in the 2023 NFL Draft. I believe that they have traded up with the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> Interesting. Interdivision trade-up. An interdivision trade-up. Uh, the Chargers have traded back, and the Chiefs are on the clock. We are going to be reacting live. We do not know the pick quite yet, but the Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. I wonder if 63 and 122... Are the are the moves are the are the picks that they did use? And it would be a slight trade, uh, be a slight aggressive trade up. But you're doing it with the division rod. But you're doing it with the division exactly. Yeah, you're doing it's just a singular pick. You are doing it with um, you are doing it with the division rod. There's some interesting players that are still on the board. You've got Jalen Hyatt. Um, do you have the pick? Yes, but it's not the Chiefs trading up with the Chargers. And it's the Chargers pick is what I have. So now I am. So okay. So the Detroit they traded with Detroit. So okay. So what, let's just hear the Chargers pick. Gotcha. The Chargers have taken defensive end Chili Chiafuotu okay. out of USC. Okay. Okay. That's a solid pick. All right. We have the picks. We have the picks. Uh, the Chiefs traded pick 63, 122, and 249. They got oh. back 55. Oh, and 194. Okay. So they got two picks. It's a six one. So they they get they did three picks for two. So they're they're using three picks to get two. That's a great trade. I think, yeah, that's that's right about even value. So they didn't have to pay a premium at all. Uh, the Chiefs are on the clock. I like that trade because you get rid of one of those seventh-round picks at the very end. They, like, yes. It's not a you-wasted pick, but it's and you don't need those two back-to-back in the Correct. seventh round. Correct. They don't do a lot for me. So, yeah, I really like that trade for the Chiefs where we're sitting. I'm just going to be. I think Jalen Hyatt would make a ton of sense here. And I'm telling you, if Jalen Hyatt's the pick here, and they'd be leapfrogging Jacksonville at this point. Does Jacksonville go with the Jalen Hyatt in that scenario? I could Maybe. see them using using speed on the outside. Speed on the outside. So I could definitely see that occurring there. But man, who else? Who else would we really? really Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. At another this point. At this point in the draft, I think this is a. I don't. I think this is a fun one. Do they have a defensive tackle? They would be making a move for. And at this point, maybe I don't. Maybe. Is but, there an offensive tackle? This is uh there's a lot of ways they can go right here, right? Trade up for De- Dewan Jones? Don't do that to me. Or Jalen Duncan. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the big Sal himself, Nick Saldaberry, that would be yeah. that would be great, even if it's a little early, but I would still like it. Uh, interesting. They have conviction. They do. They like whoever it is. We're in. 
Well, clearly they like going I over really to Disney. I like getting that one night fix. I do too. Like that's, I like that trade a lot. That's a and nice that fills spot. a nice little kind of dead area of the Chiefs draft Absolutely. when we're sitting there tomorrow. <laughs> I think this was a smart, a smart, a smart move. We kind of guessed that 63 and 122 would be about the capital that you needed at this point in the draft. And that's I have the pick. You know, let's hear it. Let's hear it. The Kansas City Chiefs have traded up and selected wide receiver Rasheed Rice out of SMU, oh, a player my. that they brought in for a top 30 visit late in the process. He is a guy that had a lot of production at SMU, has some of the best highlights of any player in this wide receiver class with his ability to have contested catches and go up in the air and make acrobatic catches. Rasheed Rice was the number six wide receiver in the KCSN draft guide. We had him ranked at number six. Second round grade on there. Player comp was T. Higgins. Team fit was high. There, obviously. We gave him a high fit, yes. And actually, we had him pretty high in the KCSN draft guide. We had some fans in the group with him. You know, there's been some talk that he was kind of dealing with some injuries this entire his, his senior season. Yeah. So uh, there's something to pay attention to there. Maybe he, he's kind of come back from some of that a little bit as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely something to kind of take into consideration when you're looking at Rasheed Rice. We've got some of the highlights of him right here uh, that you're going to get to see uh, of the former SMU uh, Mustang. Big guy. Length. Density. Kind of big. Uh, I mean, he, he, he's 6'1", 204. I mean, I, I think that that's pretty big. for Considering the chief wide receiver room right now, it is massive. So, I, I, he's a bigger guy, has a little bit of ability to kind of and get some hard yards in some of these scenarios here. Make guys miss, I feel, a little bit. Like Kit said, had some injuries. It, it remains to be seen how healthy, you know, he, or what he would be like if he was a little more healthy. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's one of the big things there. You, so you, so you want to jump in, Matthew? Yeah, I'm going to say during these highlights, you're going to see a lot of really impressive catches with corners draped on him because he struggles to create separation. I mean, that's the big holdup that I have with Rasheed Rice. Like, yes. I'm, I know I'm going to sugarcoat this, right? Like, he is a player that I, I understand why you like him. He has really good highlights. He is going to make some awesome contested catches, but I struggle when I'm seeing a six foot one, 205 pound wide receiver who lives and dies by contested catches versus smaller school competition. Yeah. That's a concern for me. A guy that can't separate versus smaller school competition is a major concern for me, and that's Rasheed Rice. Now, against Maryland this year, against first round quarterback yeah. Deontay Banks, tier one CBAT, against cornerback uh, Jacorian Bennett, who was going to be a tier one tier C-bat. One he had like 200 yards. He absolutely ate them up. It was a lot of winning at the catch point, but he was still doing it. So there's a path to success. But I just, I have some reservations about his ability to get open in the NFL. Now, we're talking about this from the standpoint of bigger receiver, more of a jump ball receiver. We have talked about, do, do the Chiefs like that type, type of receiver? Are they a team that prioritizes separation? over some of these contested catch situations, now all of a sudden you're seeing them go get a jump ball receiver here. So Patrick Mahomes, obviously a guy yeah. that has become a little more accustomed to throwing that kind of ball yeah. you know, over the past couple of years. Now you go get a guy, that is his strength. That is what he is good at, is going up and getting the ball over cornerbacks that are draped over him. I, I do think that it's interesting. The profile of that is interesting. We've been talking about a Jalen Pyatt. Cedric Tillman, these guys that maybe create a little bit more separation, are able to get a little more open. They go get a guy that's just going to go up and get it and play really physical. Just an interesting turn for this wide receiver. It's a deviation away from what they've typically preferred in, in some of the areas that he wins. But, I mean, it's, it's a physical profile that's different than what they have. And if they were coveting that physical profile... I don't think they could have found a better player. I don't think on the board. I, I, I'm thinking off Cedric the top. Tillman. 
I, I think I like I think I like the idea of Rashi Rice healthy. If he's healthy, better than I like what they what they get with so with so interesting. Uh, I would definitely take Tillman ten, ten times there. I think he's just a better athlete, plays better. Um, so it it's a, it's a tough one, right? I think. You can see a lot of what he can do. He's a hard physical Gosh, player. No, it's just, yeah. There's, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little stuck seeing some limitations in his game right now. And I think a lot of this is we've struggled to see the Chiefs find a way to utilize players like this over and yeah. over and over again. And now you're going to take a guy that doesn't have the elite size in this skill set the Chiefs have struggled with. That's where my holdup is. However, the Chiefs worked him out. The Chiefs probably saw him up close and personal at the Senior Bowl, where I think he, he had ups and downs after the Senior Bowl. There was some good and some bad. They clearly feel comfortable with this pick. They really love him. They traded up to do it. Yeah, I, I was going to say he has some of the best ball skills. That's true, but he also has one of the worst drop rates in the class. Yeah, he's so does. like I know yeah. so much good and bad with every every process of this. It, it is and thirty two and three quarters inch arms. So he's got wingspan along with you know a six one height there. But I think the the thing that really is nice to me a forty one inch vertical. He's explosive, which it didn't show explosive. up on tape. Yeah. It didn't yeah. show up much on tape. Correct. But yeah, and maybe it does a little bit when he's playing through contact. Getting those extra yeah. yards, that, that explosion does translate a little bit, but does have an athletic profile that could reform in some of those scenarios. Play as a bigger guy, play as some of those, some of the highlights that we saw. The, the one where he's along the goal line here, driving through multiple defenders to make sure that he gets in. That's that's what you see on tape. Those are the hidden yards that you're getting from those sorts of guys. I I'm that's the type of thing that I would expect from Rasheed Rice in the Chiefs offense, especially year one. How do we think he fits in with the rest of the wide receiver room, right? So we're sitting here, we're looking at the rest of this wide receiver room. I think Rasheed Rice clearly gives you an outside wide receiver, right? He clearly gives you someone to go play as an X wide receiver, line up on the line of scrimmage, yeah. do that kind of stuff. How much is that crossover with MVS, though, right? I feel like there's a lot of crossover between those two players. I feel like there is, too. But that being said, what you're going to see is MVS could be a free agent, could be a yeah. casualty next year, and you're building towards that for next year. Looking at a guy and you're saying, hey, we're fine with this. Let's get him healthy. They obviously did the work on his medicals, brought him in a bunch of times. That's that's what you want to see. And if the Chiefs have vetted in there, you feel good about his medicals in that scenario. But... Maybe you give him a rusher here. Maybe you give him, you know, a limited number of snaps. I don't think that this is a situation that you look at and you say, okay, the wide receiver is fixed. I don't think that you're looking at it from that perspective. This might be a year two roof and replacing MBS going forward. From that perspective, I think it makes some sense. I mean, they have conviction about this guy. They do. They have very strong conviction and belief about this guy and how they're going to use him. They made sure to move up. They got they moved up eight picks in the second round to make sure that they're going to go get a, a receiver that they covet. We had him number 41 in the KCSN draft guide. Um, Jake Morley, our wide receiver evaluator, quite high on a Rasheed Rice. And like I, the ability to climb the ladder and, and make some of these plays in contested areas is something that I think is very is, is something that definitely stands out. When you're watching, you're seeing the rest being announced right now. is being announced right now. Rasheed Rice being selected by the Kansas City Chiefs with the 55th pick in a small trade-up, uh, which, I again, like we'll, we'll talk about the compensation here in a second. But, um, I, you know, I think this is a guy that can play as an X, uh, which they haven't had, you know, a, a true, you know, that they don't have a true X wide receiver on their roster right Yeah, we were talking about it. He's kind of a, a future replacement for MVS because there's a lot of overlap in their plays. Guys that are going to work on the vertical plane and just kind of make contested catches, maybe they can beat a few guys deep. So, like, it's definitely like a future MVS move. 
I think he offers a little more underneath than MVS does for I sure. Think, oh, for sure. But yes. he's still not a guy you can force feed the ball underneath because he's unreliable hands and he's not creating separate. He just doesn't create separation, right? So I, I see him in the role. I see how he fits with the rest of the wide receiver room. It's a good move. This also really hurts my hopes for DeAndre Hopkins becoming a chief because that's his exact role as well. It kind of is his exact role. I do like the way that he stacks cornerbacks. I think that he's really good at that. One of the better ones in the class gets the cornerback on his back, makes sure to shield everybody out to go get the ball there. I, there. There is a path to success for Rasheed Rice in this offense. It is just a different one than the chief of prioritize. So now we are back-to-back picks here. Felix, who, you know, High ceiling, going to take a little bit of work here, a little bit more of a refinement. Now you're talking about Rasheed Rice. You're going to take a little bit more of a refinement. The Chiefs of the past two drafts have drafted very high floor, high football character. Not that these two aren't high football character, but high floor individuals that are going to come in and be able to play immediately. And now you got a couple of guys that maybe you're banking on the future years a little bit more. Maybe you're banking on some growth here, and you bought yourself that with the previous two drafts and the floor that you gained from those two drafts. The Chiefs have selected wide receiver Rashi Rice in a trade-up with the Detroit Lions. We'll talk about the compensation, the overall roster construction with the receiver position after we take a quick break. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Kansas City, the wait is almost over. The NFL draft is nearly here, and what a time it is for the city of Kansas City. Just winning the Super Bowl thanks to Andy Reid and company, and now they're hosting the 2023 NFL draft. It's an incredible time to be in Kansas City and to be a Kansas City sports fan. But regardless of who you root for, there's only one selection that every single football fan can share and that's an ice-cold Miller Lite. The players change, the coaches change, the rules change, but Miller Lite is still the perfect beer for draft time, game time, and everything in between. When I want a beer with some flavor, I go in, I grab a Miller Lite. If I'm hanging out with the boys, if I'm watching some football, watching some baseball, watching anything, I'm grabbing a Miller Lite. Until kickoff comes around again, you can enjoy the beer that tastes like the season, Miller Lite. Great taste, only 96 calories. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash KCSN, or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching, if you're listening. Appreciate everybody that has been doing that, has been supporting uh, our coverage of the 2023 NFL Draft. The Chiefs have a new receiver. They have acquired Rashi Rice in a trade-up with the Detroit Lions. Matthew, like, what? Uh, what do you think? Like the Chiefs are very clearly like they're they're very intentional on making sure make, making sure they get this guy. We said you know a vertical stretch guy is something that we could kind of see them doing. This is a guy that's been a ball winner down the field. He's not necessarily a blazer or anything like that. Um, from a from a group construction perspective, I know you talked a little bit about replacing MBS, but what do we think he gives them immediately? Do you really want to start with me? Yeah, uh, not a lot. I don't think he's reliable. I don't think he's a consistent player. His drop rate is really, really high. He makes contested catches through the roof, but his drop rate is really, really high. He's a guy that's trying to posterize defensive backs at six foot one, 205 pounds, right? That's been his game so far, and those are guys that the Chiefs have struggled to have success with. So there's a role. He can be a red zone weapon. He can be a guy that goes and stacks CBs down the field and you throw contested balls to. Like, there's very clear things that he does do well. It's just not as something the Chiefs have had any success doing since Patrick Mahomes has taken over. They, now, you could argue they haven't had a great wide receiver at this since a Dwayne Bow type. Right. And maybe maybe that's his ultimate ceiling is a Dwayne Bow type. A guy that doesn't create a ton of separation. A guy that has to win with a cornerback draped on his back at all times, but will give you awesome circus catches along the sideline. And then he'll drop a ball right in his breadbasket with plenty of yards to run after the catch. So maybe that is the upside. And I actually can see Andy Reid liked Wade Bow. I can see the connection there. And maybe this is a comp that I've talked myself into that if it goes this path, that's the upside you're looking at is a Dwayne Bow type player out of Rasheed Rice. And like, that's the good for me. Okay, I'm looking at this. You you brought up the red zone. I think that that's a great place to start with Rasheed Mitz. Yep. Because what we saw last year is the Chiefs were hyper focused on their horizontal stretch guys in the red zone. They needed a McCole Harden yeah. in the red zone. They needed a Kadarius Tony in the red zone because they would get down there and they would stall out a little bit. They would get to the point where they'd be at the five-yard line, and if those two guys weren't available and they were hurt, McCall Hardman's now a New York Jet, Kadarius Tony, who knows how long he's going to be healthy. Now all of a sudden, you had Sky Moore down there in that scenario. Didn't really work out the way that they wanted to in some of those gadgety type roles. And you're hoping he is going to play more of the Juju Smith-Schuster role. You need a guy that you can go to there along the goal line. Rasheed Rice makes sense for that scenario. You're no. telling me that you are adding this to try and replace some of that, you know, inside the 10-yard, the goal-to-go scenario. That's where he's at his best. Yeah. Go up, get the jump ball, throw that back shoulder fade that nobody likes. They'll be low percentage throw, but he can go up, yeah. has the ability to stack a cornerback, shield a guy, and score in that scenario. That's where he wins. That From the roster construction this year, that's where I could see it coming into play here because we look at a guy like Jody Fortson, 
as the guy that they rely on in those scenarios. Now you're adding another guy there and you're not having to rely on your horizontal stretch inside the 10 to get the ball in the end zone every single time. Yeah, and like I said, yeah, that's clearly a path, right? That's clearly an avenue that you can go to is using him as a red zone weapon as an actual wide receiver. Yeah. How many times did we see wide receivers get targets in the red zone for the Chiefs last year? Well, I mean, but how many got, well. No, in the, the red zone, right. Yes, yeah, so it, it didn't happen. Yeah. And Rasheed Rice gives you a very clear path to do that. He gives you a body, a guy that plays big at the catch point for third downs to go make plays. There are things he's going to do well that will fit into this offense. And if you think that contested catches in college at a non-power five level, translate to the NFL, he's very good prospect. If you think there's a good translation, a good correlation between how he won in college and he'll be able to do that in the NFL, that's a very good pick for where it is. It's just we've seen year in and year out guys of that skill set coming even from higher levels of competition struggle to make that transition. Is he one that bucks the trend? Guys have done it too. There have been players that have had success bucking that trend that have a similar skill set to him. Is he going to be one of the guys that does that or not? Yeah, that, that's the big question. The Chiefs had Rasheed Rice in for a top 30 visit. So this is one of their top 30 visits. Uh, I'm trying to think if we had confirmation. Was, I don't know if Felix and DK Uzama was technically a top 30 visit. They had a lot of exposure yeah, lot to him through the drought Local process. pro day, yeah, combine day. visit, and yes. it, I believe there was a third visit in there that he mentioned he had a third visit. So, so. maybe they did have a top 30 yeah. visit with Felix and DK Uzama. But uh, Rasheed Rice did come in for a top 30 visit. Uh, a late happy birthday to Rasheed Rice. He turned 23, yeah, April uh, 22nd. So he is uh, less than a week into his year 23. He's going to be a 23-year-old rookie receiver. Uh, my favorite, what are my favorite part about the trade? Yeah. The compensation has come out from our guy, Joseph Hefner's chart. According to the Rich Hill chart, which is just my favorite to look at this stuff, yes. because it's just based on real results, the Chiefs actually came out ahead by a late seventh round pick. Oh, yes. interesting. Now, if you look at some of the other analytically driven charts, they gave up a uh, late fifth to early sixth in excess. So a little bit of difference. I, I like the trade. I like getting the 194 pick back. I don't have any issue getting rid of that late. So it's like, I really like the trade. The trade up is a great play. I, you know, I would have taken Jalen Hyatt. I think I would have taken Jalen Hyatt too, uh, personally, but I, <laughs> they believe in him. I mean, like uh, the thing, I, the thing I appreciate is like, Look, this staff had a lot of success last year. They've had two outstanding drafts, and they have a lot of conviction about making sure they're going up and getting this receiver. It's due for this one after last year. Yeah, <laughs> and they prefer Rashi Rice and his ability, you know, to get, you know, to go up and get the football to make some of these circus catches. They prefer him to a Cedric Tillman. And if they're looking, it seems like they are definitely looking to build the basketball team, as you'll hear a lot of teams say, yeah. with your receiver position. The physical profiles are all over the place, typically. The skill sets are kind of all, all over the place because not every guy's going to have the all these translatable skill sets. You can't have every single trait that a, a dominant trait in one single receiver just doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, we, we talked about building pieces of the puzzle together. Making this wide receiver room make sense with various different pieces that all fit together and have a specific role. This is a specific role that they did not have and have not had in a long time. We talk all the time about Patrick Mahomes. Ah, oh, he doesn't want to throw contested catches. He doesn't want to throw that sort of stuff. Again, Maddie, he hadn't had that guy. Dwayne Bowe was the last guy that was any good at contested catches and those sorts of things. Yeah. So I, I, I do think that they are banking on, hey, Patrick wants this starter, sort of right receiver. He feels comfortable throwing a little bit more contested catches. I, I can see it making sense. I do think it's interesting for Sheer Rice, also a team captain. Yeah, that very young room 
a little bit older prospect, only 23. Not like he's aged full down like that, but a, you know, a little bit older prospect. They're they're bringing in another you know mature guy into the room, another individual that can be in that room. Going if if to your point, they're taking over from MBS, looking to move on from that guy in the future here, and Avershi Rice take over. This is probably a guy, good high character, can help lead the room a little bit and get him in maybe in year two a little bit and have it be the sort of individual that can run it hit the like button hit the subscribe button appreciate everybody that's hanging out with us uh yeah like I'll, we'll look at some of the production here from from rashi rice because he had an uber productive finals final season for for smu 96 catches 1355 yards and 10 touchdowns he's a guy that put the ball in the paint a lot for smu I mean, you, you talked a little bit earlier about the, you know, the red zone production. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's something that they Chiefs feel like they just need to get more out of. You know, just a guy that's able to put the ball in the paint. Uh, and with this physical profile, like, I, I think those are some of the things that you kind of point to as, you know, some of the positives about what you're looking and what you're getting at here with Rasheed Rice. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. You have yourself, I mean, you get yourself a red zone threat. You get yourself a guy that does a lot of stuff. And the highlights are a ton of fun. You're going to see a guy that's just going to make, look at the track of the ball like that. You're going to make so many plays in the red zone. You're going to make so many plays at the catch point. I mean, you were having a guy that's going to put out the best highlight package you could get. And, like, that is, that's not in question. It's just a matter of how much is going to translate, you know, rep by rep. And that's where the questions are. But to Kent's point, they don't have a guy that's going to win in the same way Rasheed Rice does right now. No. Even though he's similar to MVS and how he plays or where his role's probably going to be, they win differently. MVS is a build-up speed guy that's just going to run by you. Rasheed Rice isn't necessarily slow, but it's, he doesn't predicate his entire game about build-up speed. Correct. He's just fighting for position so that he can make that contested catch, so he can outplay a quarterback at the catch point rather than just try to run by him. Yeah, it, it makes some sense. And again, it, Juju Smith-Schuster's role last year, if we expect this guy more as that guy, this makes a lot of sense in this scenario. Now you've got that guy that can win in the intermediate roles. You've got a guy that can win in the paint. Rasheed Rice can stack guys along the boundary. Even coming from the standpoint of you could have him running some curl routes at the sticks and having him shield it. Yeah. Another third down guy that isn't going to get big separation but maybe can get you nine when you need eight. You know, and another option there on those gotta have it downs that take bigger body that can win in those sorts of roles. I can see it. I wonder if and some of the, one thing I kinda wonder when you're looking at him is maybe he didn't do it at SMU, but there's more things that they think he can do at the next level. You know, he can operate and be tough in the middle of the field and make those tough catches, you know, in tight areas, against contact, in contact, in traffic. If they believe there's a little bit more of that to him in those areas of the field, you talk about in the intermediate, mm -hmm. that that's a place they just have strong conviction that he can win in, then that might be some place that they want to try to utilize him a little bit more. Rasheed Rice, his relative athletic score, which is one of the testing numbers we pay a ton of attention to, um, his athletic testing score was a 9.53 out of 10. That's good. That's, good. that's quite good. Uh, he had uh, an elite 10-yard split. He had an elite 20-yard yeah. split, and he ran, a, he ran a 4 5 one at 6 one Yeah. Uh, you know, he had an elite vertical jump. He had an elite broad jump. Yep. Uh, his shuttle and his three-cone were, you know, uh, fine. We're fine. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a lot of talk and a lot of discussion about the athletic, you know, some of the toe injury. He had a toe injury during his final season at SMU. Still put up. It, 
Still 1,300. Never missed time. Yards and didn't touchdown. Didn't miss time. So you got a high football character guy, loves football, didn't miss any time, has a, a great athletic profile. I mean, this might be like they're projecting even farther out than just what we saw on tape at SMB. It's it's certainly possible. I mean, the, the athletic profile is better than I think he looked on tape, and you wonder how much of the toe injury played into that. I mean, I I hope that was the case. I tried to go back and watch the previous year before the toe injury, and it, it thought on tape it looked the same. He's really smooth. I think he moves very smoothly. I, that explosive testing really caught me off guard, actually, because I don't think he moves explosive on film, but he's smooth. He's fluid in and out of his brakes, so he gets in and out of them relatively fast. It just doesn't always translate directly to separation. And like I said, the explosive numbers took me by surprise. So you see those to go along with the smoothness and the catch point ability. Yeah, maybe you do think that there's a little bit more that he can do that he didn't show at SMU. You're thinking with better coaching at the NFL level instead of at SMU, there is going to be more there. It seems like another, similar to round one, seems like another big swing. It yeah. seems like l- less of a safe pick again and more of a big swing to me, which is just an interesting turn compared to the past couple drafts they've had. Absolutely. They have valued consistency in the previous two drafts. That has been kind of the name of the game. Come up here, have a very high floor, play with consistency. Now, all of a sudden, they're swinging for the fences. Yeah. And, I mean, I... I don't hate the approach. If that's what this draft is going to be, hey, we're going to go after these guys. We're going to bet on our coaching to be better than everybody else's. We're going to bet on our facilities, our athletic department, our front office, everybody to just be better than everything else, which they kind of are. I mean, let's be fair here. They kind of are better than everybody else's. We're going to bet on our guys to get the most out of this. We're going to start t- taking these swings because we already have the floor. We already have the foundation in the hopes if you get a hit out of Felix, if you get a hit out of Rasheed Rice, it's a massive swing. And that hit now all of a sudden becomes a potential really high-end player versus maybe the hits. The super big hits in previous drafts are just, you know, good, really good players, but not elite or great place. So maybe that means the Chiefs feel pretty good about the depth and the overall state of their roster. I mean, that's what Brett Veach gets up there and tells us before every draft. It is. And the way they're drafting right now says that's the case. It I mean, they're, they're drafting two guys that don't have to play right away and maybe will be better served not playing right away as they do try to develop and show more than what they were able to, just technically speaking, and can, like, on a reliability or a consistent page than they did in the past. So maybe they are feeling more comfortable what they currently have. They want to take bigger swings and try to hit home runs rather than just take the safe doubles of guys that come into play right away. The Chiefs traded up. They have a lot of conviction and belief in Rashi Rice. And one of the things you hear Andy Reid say all the time is we're going to exploit this guy's strengths. I think there's some strengths that the Chiefs obviously believe in. There are some abilities there. Winning at the catch point, ball production, production in the end zone. I think there's a lot of things to work with for Andy Reid and the Chiefs. They clearly feel the same way because they wanted to make sure that they were getting that guy. Rasheed Rice is the 55th pick in the NFL draft to the Kansas City Chiefs. Make sure you're staying here on KC Sports Network. We will be breaking down every single pick uh, on, on, uh, on this night and every single pick for the 2023 NFL draft of the Chiefs. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate uh, your support. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.